0: Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. That sound you heard was the clinking of champagne glasses. We are here enjoying some champagne from the heart of France, from our friends from Corkit, and uh, joining me here in North Georgia, Business Radio X, is Roland Stanley and Archie Pacheco from Corkit, mm-hmm. Peyton's Pie Company, Chop Block, RT Creative, RT Creative. Wow. And we're working on some other uh, projects. And working on some other things. So we're going to have a blast. We're going to talk wine. We're going to talk fine life experiences. We're going to talk fine dining. We're going to talk entrepreneurship, partnership, lots of great things. So I'm, I'm glad you're with us. Uh, so let's dive right in. So yeah. Roland, I'd love you. We, we talked about a, some of these things you do. Go ahead. You, you tell us in your own words. What are all the things that you are involved in right now?
2: Yeah, so I, um, I'm involved in a couple of different things, but um, Corkett, Gainesville. Um, we have a second location in Buford, uh, and then we have Peyton's Pie Company in Flowery Branch. And that is, uh, we're, we're in the process of opening a second location here in Gainesville, which is going to be in the Main Street Market, the same building that Corkett is inside of. And then recently, in April of this year, we purchased, uh, Jim Tortorelli and I, my uh, other business partner, we, we purchased uh, Chop Block so uh chop block is really cool it started out as a sports bar and we've just kind of transitioned that so we took the foundation of the previous owners which did a fantastic job uh we took that and we transitioned it so now we're going for more of a chop house style establishment and then we're keeping the uh, upstairs the same so it was formerly chop block food and spirits and now it is chop block chop house and club
1: all right so how has that transition been You've had to transition your marketing, the staff, the menu. How, how's that worked out?
2: It, it's been quite the experience. When you purchase uh, something and you go into it, when you purchase a business, uh, there's a culture that's there. There's uh, standards that are set. Um, there's uh, different processes, different menus, different just different ideas, right? And I'm not saying one way was right or wrong, um, but we came in there and we just had applied our standards uh, we applied our marketing procedures and we applied um just the team atmosphere that we wanted to create we we came in and we wanted to change the culture right because we wanted to take it from a sports bar and turn it into more of an elevated dining establishment okay. um and we had some turnover because we had people that necessarily weren't on board for that which is it's normal right um we came in and we were very fair we, we said hey this is the new standard this is the standard that we want to set we gave everyone the opportunity to step up to that standard, or respectfully, you know, leave and do something else with a reference or whatever they needed. Right? Um, it's it's been fun. It's been quite a journey. Uh, I have learned a lot. I feel as if I have grown from it. Um, Phil jokes that I'm too young to have gray hair, but I promise you, there's a hair too <laughs> that are gr- that's gray. So, um, but overall, it has been nothing short of um, a learning experience. And I've definitely made some mistakes and there's been some failures in the process. Um, but there's not a better way to learn.
1: Oh, than right. That. Well, I love that. And I mean, if you're not making mistakes, you're not doing enough, right? I mean, you have to be pushing yourself and that results in mistakes and you, you want to learn from them, and you do. I love that when you came in, you had this vision and you stuck clear to the vision and you clearly communicated it to the existing staff right this is great lessons for change have a clear vision communicate that adhere to standards and then assist with transition either of the right players in or you know players out if they need to be out as it goes absolutely and um Archie
2: who's here next to me he's definitely been an uh, important part in that um so just a quick background on the two of us is Cork, it's been open a little over two and a half years. Um, and Ark and I have been really great friends since kindergarten. And so when I w- went to open this endeavor, I was like, hey, come, come work with me. He's like, serve wine? Like, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and so th- eventually I was able to convince him to come on board. Um, and even it's just been he's such a hard worker. He's so positive all the time. Um, there's days when I'm just not wanting to do it, not feeling it. And he's like, hey, come on, man, you know, remember the big picture, right? And he he helps me stay focused and on track, um, and even with this whole chop block, uh, you know this this acquisition. It was a lot of work, and it was really great to have somebody I knew I could trust, uh, kind of mm-hmm. overlooking another one of our businesses. Um, and it's really as I we're moving on and doing other things, I'm starting to realize it's not necessarily about what, because there's so many different opportunities that are coming in front of us. But it's about who, right? Mm who's going to be on the team? Who is going to be um, there for you and who's going to stick it out and see the big picture because it's not always fun and it's not it's sometimes there's it's sometimes it's sunny outside but it's really cloudy, you know what I mean? Sure. So, but it's Ark's been awesome and just so wonderful to work with.
1: So, I love that. So, Ark's in a key role. He's he's running a business. Absolutely. Right? And he came in not only not particularly experienced in that business at first but not even looking to do that but the qualities that he had that were so key a uh, 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 familiarity and a trust positive attitude and focus on the mission so you can trust each other you keep things positive you focus on the mission and as you said it's the who that's who he is so the how whether it's the wine whether it's pizza the how you can figure out if you have key personality traits.
0: It has definitely been a uh, a journey these past two years since uh, Cork gets open, especially since we started when the pandemic first happened. Right. And uh, honestly, there were days where I was like, what
1: am I doing? But then there were other days where like, oh, this is what we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Well, and I love th- on that, you know, in that vein... Roland mentioned that you sometimes remind him we got to focus on the big picture. We got to stay the course. And I often tell people there is no success story. There's nobody who you have ever seen in sports, business, music, anything. You've never seen anyone you think is successful who wasn't there on the other side of many failures, many challenges, uh, many fears. And I am firmly convinced that... You have to keep going. You need to have the plan, the roadmap, the vision. But you just have to keep going and persevere. And I'm loving, I'm just picturing 20 years from now, who knows all the great things you guys will be involved in. And you'll be one of probably several businesses who we look at and say, wow, this company, this this family of companies, is so amazing. And they started during the pandemic. You know, and it'll be an inspiration to people. It doesn't matter what's going on. These guys started during the pandemic. They had a face-to-face restaurant where people were putting their lips on glasses and they started during the pandemic and look what they've become.
2: Absolutely. And the the trial that the pandemic brought was just another thing that, uh, another situation where we could learn from, right? And we had to transition quickly um, and we had to find a way to appropriately serve people given the circumstances. And um, I'm really proud of our team for stepping up and, and handling it the way that it should have been handled.
1: For sure. So, all right. So on that, one of the pandemic things, and we talked about it on last week's show, was supply chain issues. You mentioned it's been hard to get champagne. It's been hard. It
2: has been. It's been very difficult, and it's very sad. Because who wants to drink fake champagne? Oh. So uh, we have a really nice bottle of a uh, Carte Salmon uh rosé in front of us um and we're enjoying it on the air yes so um this is a really great bottle of wine we have it i took this one personally out of uh jim tortorelli's uh, collection so when he hears this uh sorry jim i owe you a bottle
0: i tried champagne. to tell him not to do it
2: he did he tried um but yeah supply chain if just touching on that real quick it's it's been difficult the last four to six months really um and it, and it comes and goes right um, in phases. So, like something we're struggling to get right now is Savignon Blanc from New Zealand.
1: Interesting. So, yeah.
2: So I don't know, but everything is is catching up. We do our best to transition real quick and find a substitute.
1: All right. All right. We are going to transition to a quick break. When we come back, I want to hear a little bit more about wine, and I want to hear about you've got all these different experiences you provide to people with the different enterprises. So let's talk about that when we get back on North Georgia Business Radio X. All right, welcome back. We are going to dive into an awesome segment about life experiences, sharing experiences together, sharing those perhaps over a glass of champagne, and how that can translate into inspiration for our business and other parts of our life. So if you're just joining us uh, to North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli. I've got Roland Stanley with me and Art Pacheco. And uh, we're going to dive back in. So Roland, we were talking a little bit before the break about all the different enterprises that you have, and they really provide different experiences. You can go to a great wine bar with Cork corket and you can go get a great bottle of wine to bring home and enjoy with your friends and family. You can have a, a great chop house experience. I just had a business lunch there today at Chop Block, and it was delicious. Oh, I got thanks, the brisket sandwich.
2: One of my favorites.
1: Oh, it was so... And by the way, I'm going off, off topic, but let me just say... If you want to change your life for the better, get some fried green tomato sliders.
2: They're really good. At Shop Block, yeah. okay. Alabama white barbecue yes. sauce, oh. house made pimento cheese. Oh, green that's house made. Oh yeah.
1: Oof, they don't skimp on the pimento cheese either, folks. So check it out. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I digress. But um, these are all different great life experiences, and you've got these different restaurants in the portfolio. Tell me a little bit about what inspired you to start providing these wonderful experiences for folks
2: um i think what it really come starts with is the hospitality right uh ark and i had the fortunate privilege of traveling uh to europe a couple times and uh just on one particular trip we uh, we were traveling. We we went to uh, we started in Switzerland and then we went to Spain and then uh, Mallorca, which is still Spain, just an island, right? And then Portugal. And anyways, we were in we we're in Barcelona and we met um, this guy. His name was Diego, and he was just so hospitable to us. And we needed a place to stay, and he he gave it to us. And just a stranger, total stranger. And it just goes to show you that hospitality comes in uh, different shapes and sizes. Um, and that's something that we really try to take seriously in all of our businesses. Uh, and we, tried, we we apply that by um, not just creating a place where you can come in, have a glass of wine, order a pizza, have a good burger, good steak. But we do that by creating a place that has a sense of home to it. Mm. We love creating regulars, right? We love that because... When somebody takes ownership of your business, of your place that you are operating, you're running, and you're doing these things, right? Which, of course, we provide a service. We do wine service. We do um, you know, dinner service. But hospitality takes it to the next level. It's totally a, a level up from that. And when we can take these regulars and we can create this place where they call home and they come in and they talk about it like they own it, and they come in and they act mm-hmm. like they own it, that's a really great space. And that really feels good to us. Um, because it's almost selfish for us, for people like Archimedes and I, when we can provide somebody with a great experience and they're so happy and they're so excited and ecstatic, it brings more, just as much joy, if not more, to us as it does, hopefully, to them. Mm. Um, but with Peyton's Pie Company, uh, we, we do wood-fired pizzas, really great salads. Um, Soups. Our wings are incredible. Um, and that's all from the the, the creative mind of uh, Nick St. Clair. So Nicholas St. Clair and I. Um, of Antebellum? Of Antebellum Restaurant. Yeah. So he is the only real chef in the area that's won any real awards. Um, and I, I say that and I mean it. But some major awards. Some major awards. I mean, Annabelum has been uh, open table top 100 restaurant in America for three years um, they've won that award three times and working alongside him and his wife, Allison has just been such a great experience because you learn so much from them, right? Um, I started working there four years ago and now Nick it and I- was before the trip to Europe. Yeah, it was even before that. So, um, just learned so much from them. And, um, I know Archimedes has been working with Nick lately and, um, the three of us, and it's just so great working alongside of someone of that caliber, uh, he's so professional. He's so serious and passionate about what he does. Mm, so so detail oriented. Mm, yeah,
0: loves loves his loves the work yeah. loves the work and you can see it whenever he's he's in in the kitchen
2: oh you can taste it oh yeah you can taste it too <laughs> it'd be terrible if you could see it but not taste it oh. but we Peyton's we opened that a little over two years ago we just celebrated we had a really great party which I wish you were at we had a mechanical bowl oh. we had you know I would, come on man you weren't bad for the it's bad, okay next for time. The heart but you, the Archimedes uh, took an interest in Peyton's and um, so what we did eventually is we found a new spot for it which is the one that we're opening in the Main Street Market and Archimedes is going to be the managing partner of that.
1: Off the Gainesville Square, for those of you listening, Gainesville, which, by the way, uh, on the Gainesville Square is Corkett, Gainesville, number one. All right. It's also where Choplock is. And then in the same building, which is right there on the corner across from the Hunt Tower, uh, is is uh, Main Street Market, which is where the new Paytons will be. Sorry, just want to make sure people Absolutely. know so they can no, get there. No
2: worries. No worries. Yeah, 118 Main Street. It's in the same building as uh, Sweet Magnolias, which are they're really good, good friends of mine. Uh, they close at 3 o'clock, and then we take over the space in the afternoon at 4. So uh, Paytons Pie Company in Gainesville will be open from 4 to 9, Monday through Thursday, and then um, we'll be open until 10 on the weekends. So you can come get a late-night pizza, a glass of wine. So... It's just, I think it's going to complement each other very well, right? And it's really nice because Archimedes has been working there for two and a half years now, um, and he is now going to be a part of um, something great, right? He's going to be a part, which he's been a part of something great. Corkett's pretty great, I think. But I agree. Um, he's going to be a part of this, and, and I tell you what, I couldn't ask for a better uh, business partner, a better friend, um, and that goes with all of my business partners, right? Um, Jim Tortorelli, he's great. Uh, Nick and Allison are awesome. Um, And as we we move into this new venture with uh, bringing Archimedes into the mix, I think it's just going to – we're setting up – we're building an unstoppable team. And that's Mm. the way I like to look at it, right? Mm. Is, you know, when they say, if you were stuck on an island, who would you want to be stuck on an island with? I wouldn't want to be in business with anybody that I wouldn't want to be stuck on an island with.
1: Right. Well, and for you in this case, I mean, if you're going to be stuck on an island with somebody, somebody could make you a fantastic meal. <laughs> I mean, that could come in handy. He's going to be turning the two That's coconuts into fish to who knows what. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's right. One thing that I love that stood out to me, Is just focus on hospitality and a sense of home. And you said sense of home. And what I really heard was it's building community, right? I mean, places where people gather. And so much of our human relationship are enhanced and really not even possible without experiences over a great piece of pizza, a great steak, a nice bottle or glass of champagne or whatever. So you're facilitating community. What do you think about that? I think that's that's
2: spot on. Um, we are we're facilitating community. Not only do we, are we open just on a normal day to day if you want to have a glass of wine, but we also do um, events and private events and um, Chop Block does catering, Peyton's does catering. Um, Nick and I just catered a two hundred person wedding last weekend, um, which was great, and that's something that we're kind of moving into. Um, we 've got a couple other events on the books coming up, um, but yeah, I mean that, that's that 's what it is, right and it 's really cool because as you create this community and you create the spot for them to meet, just the connections and the networking mm. in that is so powerful, right? Mm. Um, they say it takes a village and it and it really does right um, so it 's just really cool because now we have we have um, different uh, real estate agents coming in and looking to do networking events and attorneys, and it's, I love being able to have a facility that can host those kind of functions and help people connect each other to other people. Because life alone would be very boring and sad.
1: It would be terrible. <laughs> Two things that sound very sad to me, life alone and life without pizza. I mean, and you're, you're solving both those things. You're protecting I, I like to that. I like to think
2: that I'm solving, yeah, issues with the world. Yes. Lack of pizza, lack of good pizza, I should yes. say. Because we do wood-fired pizza and that's a very mm. particular type of pizza. Um, and we're, we're very serious about it. We're very strict. Um, for example, I'm not allowed to make pizza dough. Uh, All right. Uh, Nick, you heard me say it on air. <laughs> Arc's allowed to make it sometimes yeah i'm not <laughs> allowed to make the east. pizza dough because it it really does it, it requires you to be very um attentive and i, that, I just uh, you know so i struggle with weighing it's out water i don't know man you you're know?
1: wheeling and dealing you're a visionary guy you're not hey that's why you and nick are probably great partners he's into the detail the minutiae of that perfection and he needs you you need him it's absolutely a combo absolutely well um we're about to go to a commercial break because i've i've got to run out and get some pizza because i'm so hungry listening but when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about hospitality and we're going to talk a little bit about risk there's a lot of inherent risk in any business as you business owners know and uh the restaurant industry is certainly no exception so uh can't wait to have you back after the break More georgia business radio x Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. We are going to talk about risk, managing risk to all of our business owners out there, or really anyone who's looking to start something, do something, grow something. Inherently, there is risk. And as one of my two great uh, guests, Roland Stanley, uh, was talking about with me off the air, the, the definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who goes out and takes risk. So, Let's talk about that. So you, you've, and by the way, you, I, I'm going to blow everyone on the radio's minds. I hope you're sitting down. If you're in your car, I hope you're at a red light. Roland is 25 years old. Is that I, correct? You haven't turned 26 yet, have you? No, I just I turned, it just turned 25. Yeah. Just turned 25. All right. And as you heard, he's, he's started a number of businesses, running these different businesses, very accomplished for a 25-year-old. And there's lots of great traits that, that I, knowing Roland, see um, that are key to that. We won't be able to get into all of them. But I'm so impressed with the amount of risk that you've been comfortable taking and, and successfully. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. What are some of the risks in starting a restaurant? What And, and how do you analyze the risk and decision to start these things? Well, you, you can look at it
2: a couple of different ways, right? Uh, you can look at it from a financial perspective. You can look at it from a, uh, whew, a personal perspective, right? Because not only are you, are you risking, because of course it takes money to open these things and do things, but it it also takes a toll on you. Sure. I mean, what are you sacrificing, right? Family time sleep, uh, things that are really important in life. But I see it as a sacrifice now for a gain later. Um, Dave Ramsey has a really good saying, live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. Right. And that's what I apply to my life. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I like to get up really early, um, 5 a.m. sometimes, and be like, why do you do that? You don't need to do that. No, I, I don't need to, but I, but I have to, right? Mm. Because I've committed to these things mm. and because there's risk involved, Um, You have to, you have to do whatever it takes and you have to do what you have to do when you have to to do it, because if not, it can Uh, crumble and fall.
1: Well, there is so many, I love what you just said, and there's power in diving into a big risky project. The human brain is wired to deal with challenges. It is, you're going to deal with challenges if you don't. So you have challenges starting these businesses, running these restaurants, managing folks, right and so there's challenges with that mission that you're on if you didn't have any of that and you just were independently wealthy you didn't have anything to do your brain would start to make up problems I'd buy a sailboat you'd buy a (laughs) sailboat and you'd be upset about the sailboat or whatever but so i I think there's so much uh opportunity in taking on the big challenge stretching taking a risk because it forces you to get better it forces you to grow I think you. Oh,
2: absolutely, absolutely, um, and you get risk and reward, right? There's a there's a balance there, and you just got to be strategic with what you're doing, and you need to analyze things and really think them through. Um, some of our some of our 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 businesses we have have been kind of spur of the moment decisions, but because the it was time sensitive, um, you you had to jump on it, right? So we, uh, Cork at Buford, for example, that was a prime space and a prime part of town. And we had to jump on it as quick as possible. We saw a for lease sign and we said, we're doing it. We jumped in there, signed the lease the next day. All right. So that was crazy. Um, but you know, there are some deals that we have kind of passed up. We were going to open a, another, um, Peyton's in Buford, which again, it just wasn't the time for us down there. Right. So eventually we'd love to open more of these locations all across the you know, greater Atlanta area. Um, we, so we'll come back to Buford. So don't get mad. But if that's something that we want to do down the road. That we had a, a spot we were going to jump on, but we said, "Hey, you know what? Let's take a step back. Let's really make sure that our business is in a good position to be able to do this with our with our staff, right? Um, with our finances before we just jump in and do something else. Let's make sure our personal lives are okay, right? Because you you have to. Because if you don't take care of yourself personally, then how are you supposed to take care of other people in business mm.
1: and business
2: and you know, feeding the masses.
1: At the at the delightful lunch, which I experienced at Block, I was eating with a friend of mine, Thomas, and he he is in a very high-risk industry, or excuse me, a high-stress industry, and he was just sharing what he tells his employees is that the best thing you could do for your professional life is to take care of your home life. Because when you have that secure, when you, uh, I know you guys are single guys, maybe significant others, not married yet, four kids. You're not married, are you, Ark? No, I am not any single ladies listening i mean i'm sitting in <laughs> front of this very handsome gentleman here so go get a piece of pizza uh, get to meet him but anyway um having the home life strong it's like a fortress with walls that protect you so you're out battling in your vocation during the day there are stress there are problems there are issues but when you can go back to relaxing with your friends going and working out because uh, again if you could see him you could tell arc works out okay <laughs> how many
2: days a week you working out now
1: Try to make it five. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I thought it was six and a half. Looking at him, but anyway, when you've got that, it it rejuvenates you. It refreshes you. And life is made with seasons, right? And you you've got to have seasonality in your every day. You go work hard. You got to have your home life right to power you up for the next. And I do want to just point out one thing that he mentioned uh, the Dave Ramsey quote. I think it's so powerful. You know, live like no one else, so that one day you can live like no one else. And there are seasons of striving which are to build future things. But there are ways, and it is key, and I know you you do this, hanging out with your friends and going on your sailboat, etc., that uh, you got to have fun along the journey, too. Things don't have to be going good and going well for you to have fun, right? You mentioned when you guys have challenges with the business, art keeps the positive attitude, right? You can be in the fight. You know, I just imagine guys in World War II going against these crazy odds and crazy battles, but they're, you know... They're arm-in-arms, these brothers, and poking fun at each other and, you know, still having a good time. Anyway, I digress. Sometimes
0: you just need somebody, you know, pick you up. And pick look, you up. Look, look,
1: look around you and take a second. You know? Oh, they got to do that. And I don't want to sound corny, but, I mean, really, in you all's business, that's what you're doing. When you're creating that feeling of home... I think about Cheers. You kind of were... You almost said the place where everybody knows your name. I mean, it's like where you're <laughs> going with these restaurants. And what a great thing. If people... Are they're your regulars? They come in to patents or to cork it or to chop lock, and and that's their place and that's their unwind place. Absolutely, yeah.
2: And actually, I want to take a step back real quick and just say the way that the restaurant industry has been, especially when it comes to um, kitchen life and being uh, a cook and a chef, or even um, owning and operating a restaurant, or even if you look at it from any corporate job, right? Most people are stepping on other people, right, to get to the top, mm. and I think that's something I want to instill in um, my entire team and just amongst my business partners is, hey, let's not do that, right? Let's, let's, um, I, you know, I've got such a great support team that are propping me up, they're pushing me up to the next level, mm. but I'm pulling, I'm trying to pull them up one by one, right there with me, right, taking them up with me, because it takes a village.
1: Takes a village. Mm. But you can make a whole village out of Ark. <laughs> I tell you. So, let me ask you this. You mentioned some opportunities you have looked at and passed on. You mentioned that you have had to act very quickly on certain opportunities. How do you prioritize? How do you pick? How do you make these decisions sometimes very quickly? You know, it's a gut feeling at times. Okay. We have a little bit
2: of experience amongst the partners, right? Um, Of course, I'm young and dumb, but uh, just working in restaurants, I started working in restaurants when I was 16 years old and paid for my school and was able to get get out of college that way and um, do some other things with that, Um, but... You get a gut feeling um, we, we walk into a space, you know, everyone kind of throws out their ideas about, oh, let's put this here and then that there. And then someone's like, no, that's not good there. Let's put it there. And it works out really well that way when we're, we're throwing this out there, we're getting some kind of um, pushback on those ideas. And then, and it's never in a bad way, right? And then eventually we meet in the middle and it's like, bam, and everyone clicks. And then there it is. And I'm like, that's going to go there. This is going to go here. Mm. And we can get a sense of that, a feeling for that, right? So that's how we are able to make these decisions. uh, If we need to, hey, let's do this right now. Or, hey, you know what? Let's take a step back. This isn't for us.
1: Mm. I love that. When you were talking about gut, your gut, go with your gut. The word under that, that that I thought of was experience. Because when you have experience, it allows you to have gut feelings you can rely on. We talked earlier about partners, when you have a group of partners, both with experience or maybe just these other great traits like positivity and focus on the vision, that whole experience is broadened and your gut feelings are more powerful. We're going to one more break. Uh, North Georgia Business Radio X, come on back for our final segment. We've got some great things to wrap up and we'll talk to you soon. North Georgia Business Radio X with Roland Stanley and Arch Arch Pachenko, Arch Archie Archibald Arch Archimedes Archimedes Archimedes. I thought thought you
2: spoke Spanish though.
1: The wisdom, si por supuesto. (laughs) But uh, it's speaking with you gentlemen has inspired me so much, and I want to focus a little bit on on you Ark, in this segment uh but first i do want to give a shout out to to one of roland's businesses which we mentioned a little bit at the beginning and that's rt creative and i asked roland if i could speak about rt briefly um instead of him because i thought it'd mean a lot for me because i'm a customer of theirs so shout out to randy and taylor rt creative they're
2: incredible they do a great job fantastic uh, they do we do social media marketing and content creation um we do website design and development and uh randy and taylor i've never met any harder working uh, individuals i mean they're consistently getting after it um uh, you know and uh randy is a uh a um, a wife as well and she um, takes care of a kid and uh, Taylor is a small business owner outside of RT creative. She owns a gypsy threads boutique. Um, so yeah, they, they've got a lot going on, but yet they still continue to find time to make it happen.
1: Oh, they do such a great job. They, they do our social media marketing for Hopewell Farms GA and people tell me all the time, Oh, I love what you're posting and everything. And I'm just like, Oh, thanks. you know, Good. It's I, working. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're doing a wonderful job. Uh, and that's something that is so important um, in this day and age for business and that, you know, they're shining in their area of gifting where it's not my area of gifting. So I'm I'm glad they're there. But, Ark, I want to talk about you. One thing that, you know, we focused on with Roland, all these things he started, right, which is cool. And there's risk in that. But then there's so much power in joining up with something. And there's risk in that, too. And Roland mentioned you had this great job you were comfortable in i'm sure thriving in because that's how you roll but you joined in with this vision and here's a powerful point you got ark to join in on the vision and then ark is the one who when you are sometimes down he's pulling you along oh absolutely right i couldn't do it without him now he he we mentioned you didn't have server experience before but you've got hospitality in your blood so i got
0: I got a little bit of restaurant experience, uh, growing up, my mother's, uh, owned a couple of restaurants. Um, and my background, by the way, is my, my family culturally, we're Salvadorian. And, uh, my mom's always, she's the standard I look up to. Like she's the hardest working person I know. And I'm just trying to keep up with her. <laughs> and what I saw in Roland was somebody with that same fire, that same passion, that same heat. Mm. And, uh, I just fanned the flame. Oh, I love that. I and just fanned the, the flame.
2: What the the name of his mom's restaurant... Uh, it's called El Huanaco. And it's, it's in so good. In Oakland. Oh my it's gosh. still there. Oh, El Huanaco? Yeah. It's still there. Oh! It's really good. We're going there. Phil's El writing Wanaco. that down in his notes. You bet I am. tell um, tell us a little bit about your... Um, experience as a kid being in a restaurant because that's something I never had man and I, I always ate out as a kid and got to see things and experience things but I always remember having parents that would complain about things but I was never on the other side of that like what what was your experience like?
0: Well since I was in it at such a young age um, it was just one of those things where you could see people getting stressed and mm. see the pressure coming in and you'd see how they would react and how would they would adjust with certain things, whether it be like a an order was wrong or a customer's complaining about mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. they didn't get or their food wasn't prepared the right way. And over time I just started seeing these same scenarios pop up uh in the industry and now when they pop up like in my face, like I know
1: how to handle it. You know and how and he to does handle a
2: great it. job doing it.
1: He's a he's a call he's a calm, cool cucumber, too, you can tell. But there's power in that, and that experience of that. You've seen it. You've When when you're first starting out, some customer gets angry, something's wrong with the order, and you freak out. But once you've seen that a few times, first off, ideally you are learning things to mitigate and and hopefully avoid things that you could keep from going wrong. But things inevitably go wrong. And so you just learn how to deal with it. Hey, I've seen this before. We're going to take care of it. That's what we do.
0: And obviously at the end of the day it's all about like our guests. We want to make sure that we're taking care of them and making sure that their experience when they come in versus when they leave, like they wanna come back through those doors again. So Right. That's well that's what I strive for at least.
1: You you mentioned that in the first in the first at uh, the beginning of the of the interview and that the focus is on hospitality. And when you focus on your customers and you focus on serving others things go well. I believe that in, in life in general, if you're only focused on what can I do to make me happy you will never be happy You're going nowhere. Nowhere. But if you focus on how can I use my unique gifts and talents to serve other people the sky's the limit and there's a lot of fulfillment in that And at the end of the day, your
0: your guests if you do that, they're the ones that are propping you up. Oh yeah. Because I, I get a lot of regulars that come in just looking for me Oh. and I try my best to make sure that they're coming back and they're having the same experience every time and that was before
1: I even told all the single ladies to go there and look for
2: you <laughs> well, wow Ark is right though it, it's really cool with uh, this community that they've built and you know in the last I, at the beginning of Corkit I was in there every single day and then as we start to go and do these other things, and I'm transitioning on these different businesses, still you know overseeing it, and making sure everything's in its place, right? Um, but it's it's great to have someone in there that's that is on page, right, on the same page, and they're they're trying to grow this culture and this community. Um, and it's really cool, especially when I go, Eric, what are you doing? Call him up, and oh, I'm going over to so and so's house. I'm like, what? Like our customer? Yeah, yeah, they invited me over for dinner. I'm oh. like, that's awesome, and that makes me so happy. And he's done such a great job at building relationships and, and keeping the, keeping it fun and exciting.
1: I love it. It's all about building, uh, serving other people and building a team and building advocates. You mentioned your customers are building up the business because they're telling people about it. So you're building a team. You started a flame. You fan the flame. When you need to be fanned the customers are you're so focused on pouring into them giving them your all to get them the best experience the best food the best service and then when you're feeling blue you're feeling down as we can all get and they say ark you guys are killing it i love it here i love what you're doing how much does that blow you up it
0: it's tremendous the amount of like influence like they give me like Mm. it's it's crazy because sometimes you know in the beginning of the shift it'll be two or three hours before we see anybody and then people start showing up and then you yep. start feeling the energy of all these people and then we get live music going and it's just it brightens it brightens my day up
2: what really a beautiful does. thing yeah and I, I want to give a, a quick shout out to our other team members we've got Hayden and Lauren and uh, Brian espanol who's um, they've all been really important parts of what we do and um, we couldn't couldn't do it without them
1: I love it I love it. Solid team. Solid team. So tell us. So Peyton's on the square. It's almost here. It's almost Comes here.
0: To... End of November. End that's of November. All
1: right. That's what we're aiming for. So, hey, if you, hey, nothing says holiday party, folks. Like a great pie. Wood fired pizza and wine. Wood fired pizza and you wine. not beat it. Oh, All golly. in the same building. Are there gift cards to any of these? uh establishments
2: we do we have gift cards and phil said it was a buy one match one so you buy one he'll match the other one.
1: we <laughs> oh we're gonna scrap that hey uh but dude check out the gift card get a bottle of wine these make great gifts we're going in the holiday season Absolutely. Yeah, we're going in the holiday season. We do a lot of uh, catered events. We do
2: some private functions. So if you're looking for an office Christmas party or a place to hold um, any kind of function, we do private events. We do semi-private events. We have private rooms, um, off-site caterings. We've got a really, really experienced team. Um, we do uh, beverage catering as well through our sister bar, um, Tappet. Right. Um, we can come out with our, our big beer truck that they have and um, do wine. Um, but we've we've got just about anything you need to make any event a huge hit, a huge success.
1: All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Literally, we're gonna do a freestyle to end this. Uh, Roland, you're gonna beatbox. Arch, give us three things the folks need to know about you, not just you personally. The the patents, three things they should know. We'll rap about them. Wood fired. <laughs> oh, wait, wood geez. fired. That's all right. We'll put that down. Uh, ovens getting installed. Ovens uh, coming right. in. All right. One more thing. End of November. End of November. All right. You're rolling. Drop a right, beat. Here we go. Oh man, could I get hired to come make pizza places? Wood fired ovens um, coming in. End of November. Come there on a date. Take her. It's a good. Pizza in your belly. This wraps thinks It's kind of smelly. All right. There we go. Hey, Roland. That was. Just, that was pretty. I appreciate pretty it. Good. You know. Hey. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> Thanks us. Thanks for having us on. Go check Thank out Peyton so Pie, so Corky, Chop Lock, all these great things. Uh, and we will look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great Saturday.
0: You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.